ये हो जाएगा Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber, and we have a huge announcement, courtesy of a hooligan. Ben is back. It's on Hulu. That's all. Bye. Wow, incredible! I went on Hulu, which I call my Golden Girls machine, to watch Golden Girls, and it's splashed across the top of the page. Ben is now back. playing. Ben is back. But wasn't Ben is back in Amazon? Oh, that's baby beautiful no, that's, boy. That's uh, ben is beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful boy. boy. Ben is back. Great movie. Highly recommend it. Ben is back as the Dante's peak to Beautiful Boy's volcano. I mean, we're going to forget both the, of them, but that's fine. It is the fine. deep impact to Beautiful Boy's Armageddon. Right, which on rewatch is not that good. Deep Armageddon. impact or Armageddon? Armageddon. No, that's what I'm saying. It's right. the bad one. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm Who, trying to explain. No one ever liked comparison. Armageddon. No, I think people liked it when it came out very much. And what? it had a lot of very iconic images and the song. And it was like kind of a big deal. But then when you go back and watch it and you're not phased by those things anymore, it's not that good. You're like, when the world is ending, I'd rather have Elijah Wood and Lily Sobieski on a bike. I mean, the th- second act of that movie is insane. And Taya Leone dying in a wave with her daddy. Spoiler. Um. So we have some comments. Welcome to Who's There. This is the weekly call-in show. 619 Who Them. Leave questions, comments, concerns. Last week, we did not have an episode like this because we were too focused on Eurovision. This week, we do, and we have a lot to take care of. Um, we're going to start with some comments. Here's one. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Long time, long time. So I'm just listening to the episode about our favorite beauty guru, Tati Westbrook and James Charles. And you asked for tips about Tati's husband, James Westbrook. And I did a very quick dig on the internet because I have also been wondering what this guy's deal is for many years. Um, I'm a very dedicated follow-up her but he's shady as fuck so apparently one of the companies that he made his money off of was a magnetic therapy bracelet company that closed its doors in 2008 so when you pair that with the fact that she's selling vitamins that are non-fda approved i don't know take with that what you will i think they're probably both scamming us and we're suckers for it and i love it all right crunch crunch love you bye he's a magnet scammer i love magnet scammers that's pretty good i mean that's pretty that's pretty good that's pretty <laughs> good and we did not do enough research if we missed this detail and the other thing was even though we asked people to call about james westbrook details not many people had any like there were very yeah we few got very insider very few. takes like no one really knows who this guy is, which makes it even more mysterious to me. That was surprising to me. We didn't get many James Westbrook calls at all. At all. We got one other one that we can't play that was had some insidery, but it wasn't that... It, yeah, not that even, it wasn't good, even but the one it really that we didn't can't, right. give anything. Yeah, even the one that we can't play is not that interesting. None of this is like even telling in any way. Maybe like, a, maybe this information is a little bit telling but it just I mean, it well, really we're painting a picture of him and we're just painting him as a general scammer that's how he seems to live his life 
But he seemed like that before. So the painting of him by Tati as like this guy that used to work in the industry and he's really has all this experience. Like I have no evidence of that. We have no evidence of that. No. Like this guy used to work at CAA. Like where the fuck is that information? Show me the LinkedIn. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. This is more of like an informational call. I don't think you'll ever air this. Um, we were just talking about, I was listening to your last episode, about whether or not Husband Minaj is a who or a them. And I just want to make the case that in the Pakistani community, of which I am a part of, and perhaps the larger South Asian community, which I lovingly refer to as my brown community, he is such a them. Oh, my gosh. He is so them Everyone, I literally, every, like, when you're like, do you know anyone who watches the show? I'm like, literally every single brown person I know watches that show. And that brings me to actually why my sister, who obviously is also of Pakistani descent, doesn't watch the show because she watches it and looks into the audience once she's watching the show and is like, it is only brown people. Like, we have cornered the market on this one show. He is preaching to us one community of which he's already a part of. And for some reason, she's like, it's just is too, too much. Um, anyway, I just wanted to say, perhaps among certain subcultures, you know, he's a real them. We don't have many. We have him and Aziz and Sorry. So, you know, don't make us go with the second one. All righty. Love you guys. Good form, by Lauren. Bye. South Asian them. I love that. Broader who? I was looking through his IMDb and I saw that he was in The Spy Who Dumped Me. Have you seen The Spy Who Dumped Me? I forgot that he was in that. No. It's a perfect plane movie next time you're on a plane. When we go yeah. to Nashville, P.S. Come see us in Nashville June 1st. <laughs> Buy tickets. Whoweekly.us slash live. <clears throat> it's a perfect plane movie because it's really not good. Right. But you won't be mad at it. If you watch yeah. it on a plane, you'd be mad at it if you watched it at home. I would only watch A Spy You Dump Me if I had at least two other things that I was doing at the same time. I, would I was doing other things, yeah. Two other activities. I would need to be <laughs> eating a thing or drinking a thing. Eating and I would snack need to mix. be doing a crossword puzzle or reading a book. Like actually doing other activities. What you're going to want to do, you're going to want to eat snack mix. You're going to play an iPhone game. You're going to turn on Spy Who Dump Me. You know who's terrible in Spy Who Dump Me? Who? Kate McKinnon. Awful. Really? Awful. It's wild. Do you know who I bet is great? Henry Cavill. Is he great? He's in it? Isn't he in A Spy Who Dumped Me? No, you're confusing things. And I'm not even sure what you're confusing it with. Who's the spy who dumped me? Justin Thoreau. Uh, mm, no. He's the spy who Mm, dumped her. I don't think so. Who's the new... I watched it. (laughs) What are you talking about? I don't think so. Isn't Henry Cavill in this? No, that's Mission Impossible Fallout. No, I'm not mixing up Mission Impossible with the spy who did They're very me. similar, honestly. Who's the hot guy? Oh, it's Sam H- Hugan from Outlander. Oh, Do you know who oh yeah, he's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew there was a hunk that was like being funny. Like a funny hunk. He's a hunk. hunk. He's like the fun he is the funny hunk. You in gotta it, have but, a funny and then hunk. Hassan is his like partner. Okay, um, so we not really in love. Are, we've already gone off topic from Hassan so quickly. <laughs> Definitely, Hassan is a bigger them than Sam Hughen. Don't Sam Hughen's people call him hooligans? Tell themselves hooligans. Hooligans. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, next next call. That's funny. Hi, I'm listening to your latest podcast, and I had to pause it. Uh, while you guys were talking about Rite Aid, and I just wanted you guys to know that I live in St. Louis, and there are no Rite Aids in St. Louis, and 
So I Googled it, and there are not any Rite Aids in the state of Missouri either. So definitely a who. I don't think anybody knows what that is here. Just saw it. I'd let you guys know. Thanks so much. I am not backing down. Right, it is a them. Just because it's not in Missouri, there are no right aids in. Sa- are you devaluing St. Louis? Are you saying it no, doesn't I'm saying matter? It, I'm saying just because it's not in this one market doesn't mean it's not a them. Mm, seems like in this situation, though, who in them is comparative? What did we just say about Hassan Minaj? South Asian them, probably Missouri. Who? Who's in them's are regional, and to me. It's a them. And we are the arbiters of of who them dumb. I don't know. I'm thinking of the people of St. Louis. Apparently you're not. And I'm saying... Do not accuse me of not thinking about the people of St. Louis. I love the people of St. Louis. We wouldn't be able to sell any tickets in St. Louis. So don't worry about offending them because they're already not coming. Denver's a stadium filled compared to how many tickets we'd sell in St. Louis. Anyways, we could definitely fill the invisible Rite Aid that doesn't exist because there's no Rite Aid in St. Louis. Next call deserves this intro, which is just a coincidence. Hi, my gay boys. Long time, long time. Um, okay, I just have, I've been thinking about this for a while now. But do you realize that, like, in the world of Who Weekly, of your show, like, Obvi, Lindsay, and Bobby are thems, but then, like, Josh is a who? And um, he's been brought up a lot lately. But we don't know a lot about Josh. We just know he's married to Bobby. Um, anyway, R.I.P. ScarJo Yummy Pop Crunch Crunch. Bye. R.I.P. ScarJo Yummy Pop Crunch Crunch. It's closed. <laughs> no, I know, but I like that it's evolved to R.I.P. ScarJo Yummy Pop Crunch Crunch as yeah. opposed to just ScarJo Yummy Pop. Okay, Josh, my mission to make him a Who Weekly them begins with this fucking call. Hey, this is Josh. Thank you. Know who I am. I'm calling about two things that are both, of course, related to Detective Pikachu. First is when I saw it for the second time last week. It was not only better than the first time, but I can confirm that the line, when the characters, uh, Tim Goodman and the BuzzFeed-style reporter that also I think is a who, anyway, she pulls up this newspaper clip and then he goes, who is this? And that is Rita Ora as the famous scientist. Um, and the second thing is, when the writers were promoting it, one of them said that his dream would be to make a parody of A Star is Born starring Jigglypuff. So I think if people really want to see something like that happen, everyone should go out and see it, support the movie. It's the number two best performing Pokemon movie ever made. We can get it to number one. Then maybe we can get a Jigglypuff in a Star is Born. Okay, bye. Good form, Bella Thorne. So you heard it straight from Josh. The line is, who is this when Rita Ora shows up? Yeah. And if enough people see Pokemon Detective Pikachu, we could get a Star is Born remake starring Jigglypuff. I don't think we'll get that. I think that was more <laughs> of a joke, but I think we will get a sequel. Yeah, so the next one's going to be Pokemon colon Jigglypuff main. M-A-I-N-E? No. (laughs) Also, Jigglypuff would not be the Jackson Maine of the world. Well, Allie Maine. He would be the Allie Maine. What is Allie's last name before she marries Jackson Maine? Do we remember? Her maiden name? It's like meatball or lasagna. (laughs) It's like something very Italian. (laughs) 
you know it's like prego <laughs> like it's something like that no she has Hold one on. we've we've had this conversation before she has one it's <laughs> meatball it's like something. hold on, her name is Ali Campana. Yeah. Oh my Campana. God, that is that we've had this conversation, and I'm close. Dave Chappelle's nickname in that is Noodles. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Ali Campana. Somebody in an article calls her Ali Campana Dash Main. Um, we have no proof that she made her name. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? Ali Campana would scrub the internet of her last name. Yeah. Once she married Jackson Maine, no one would know that her last it's name like is Campana. It's like Madonna. Who remembers Madonna's last name? I mean, Chicone. I do. But like, come on. She doesn't <laughs> recognize that name anymore. No, she's Madame X. <laughs> Madame X of Portugal is her full Madame name, Madame X Chicone. <laughs> Madame X of Portugal. She should bring back Chicone for her like, Chicone new is vibe. Chicone is a good name. <sighs> um, I love that on the, <laughs> the LadyGaga.Fandom.com entry for A Star is Born... Uh, has, you know, cast Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga, Sam Elliott, Dave Chappelle, Andrew Dice Clays, and Anthony Ramos, Michael Harney, Rafi Gavron. And then it says additionally cast. Top of the list, even above Shangela as drag bar MC is Rebecca Field as Gail. Gail. Yeah, no, Gail's a huge <laughs> role. Also, that could have been by order of appearance. Oh, no, because drag queens would have been no, first. No, she's at the beginning. Oh, Gail. I mean, a lot of a lot of people would say that if not for Gail, Allie Main's life wouldn't have changed. Gail is so responsible for the birth of the star. If not for Gail, Allie Main wouldn't have found her way through the backstage and onto the stage. She wouldn't have got there. What's wild about Gail is that she says, I'm Gail. Hi, Allie, I'm Gail. Gail would have not been a thing or a character or literally anything it w- not relevant at all if she wouldn't have said, hi, I'm Gail. Hi, Allie, I'm Gail. I know, and it's in the script. She would have just been like a woman. It's in the script. Bradley Cooper knew. Writer Bradley said Cooper she knew. She said, Hi, I'm Gail. It says, Gail. Hi, I'm Gail. Hi, Ali, I'm Gail. Gail. Hi, I'm Gail. Hi, Ali, I'm Gail. Okay, what is the next call? Do we have another one or is that it? No, that's it. Before we get into calls, actual questions, I think I want to have some lunch. Is that okay with you? You're going to stop and have lunch now? I'm going to stop of and have recording? lunch. Yeah, I'm going to order some deviled eggs That's and have some lunch. Is that okay with you? Is that that's wildly unprofessional, but if you Postmates it, then it, it, can could be, it could be part of the show. Fortunately, Postmates makes it possible. I can get whatever I want whenever I want it. I just Postmate it. Postmates yeah. is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. 24-7, 365, they will bring you what you need within the hour, whether that's deviled eggs, whether that's Pokemon cards, whether that's mm-hmm. a copy of Star is Born so that you can watch Gail's iconic scene. Hi, Ali, I'm Gail. Whatever you want, Postmates can do it. You don't have to go to the store. You just get the app on iOS or Android for free. You can browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time like on a GPS thing. Because I know sometimes you don't just want deviled eggs. You want to know where your deviled eggs are. You want to know exactly when you're getting them so you can prepare for if them. If you're ordering deviled eggs on Postmates, you want to know. You want to track them the entire way just to oh, make yeah. sure. You are that type of person. Yeah. For a limited time, Postmates is giving hooligans $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code WHO, W-H-O. That's code WHO, W-H-O, for $100 of free delivery credit for the first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code WHO. Hey, Lindsay Bobby. This is Abby. Uh, Medium time, medium time. I'm calling. I know you already talked about Sierra, Sierra. I said it wrong before. It's Sierra. 
um, this week, but I saw on Insta that she got accepted into Harvard. And um, my question is, is this like that other scam that that lady had where she thought she got into Harvard, but that guy was going to take the test for her? I remember zero details, but it was a lot of who's. Anyways, I need some investigative reporting here. Um, good form, Bella Thorne. Thanks. Bye. So, yes, Sierra is soon to be a graduate of Harvard. And yes, it's not a scam. It's the real deal. And how do I know that? Because I emailed Harvard and they wrote back because they're good at email. That's incredible that Harvard got back to you on this. I emailed them and I was like, so first of all, is this Sierra thing real? Because Sierra posted an Instagram of her in a Harvard sweatshirt, iconic, like perfect in a Harvard sweatshirt. And she's like, I always dreamt of going to college, but by God's grace, my music career took me on a path that I'm so thankful for. This week, I got accepted into Harvard. Words cannot describe my excitement. Thank you, Anita Burse, for a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to attend at Harvard BEMS. Hashtag, why not her? This is horribly misleading, <laughs> I have incredible. to say. Because I think it's cool that Sierra's doing this. Like, it's so cool to get a higher education. It is so cool to do, like, all that MBAs, like, all that extra stuff. Very cool. Very tight. I support it. But Sierra says, I didn't go to college. She meant like, a f- she was referring to like a four-year undergrad program, I think. Yeah. Because she would have been the age that you would have gone or you could have gone, but her career took off. And so she says like, I finally get to go to Harvard. And so you're like, is Sierra going back to like undergrad Harvard? Like that is what this sounds like. Yeah, is she pulling a, is she pulling like a back to school? Like a but life of not. a party? But it's, no. it's not that. It is the business of entertainment, media, and sports. It is a $10,000 class that lasts how long, Lindsay? Three days. Three days. Sierra's going to Harvard for three days. She's going to Harvard for a long weekend. She's weekending in Cambridge is right. what she's doing. Right. Which is cool. I've which spent is more great. time in like an Applebee's than Sierra is going to be in a Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. The key topics are... Launching and managing creative products and portfolios, managing and marketing talent, and responding to advances in digital technology. Again, it's three days. It's um, three days. I mean, my orientation for the food co-op I just joined was like it took one you day. Three days. It took me one day. It took me at least a full day. I mean, these programs are good. There's lots of programs that are like short <laughs> programs you can go to at schools. It's just so funny to me. This Harvard thing keeps coming up as like these people are like i'm going to harvard and it's like you're not going to harvard speaking of scams it just seems like harvard harvard is a okay in a lot of ways higher education is a huge scam it's one Uh-oh, of our biggest scams just look at the student <laughs> just look at the student debt crisis right it's true it's true higher education is a scam in, in myriad ways but i feel like this specifically is harvard being like hey we can get rich famous people to pay ten thousand dollars for three yeah. days yeah and they were yeah. like, wait, what? And it's like, all we have to do is get them a certificate. That's fine. Right. That's it. Right. And so they're making the most of it. These programs are always sold out. Anyway, I emailed Harvard and I was like, hey, Harvard. So I host Stop. a podcast. What's the difference between Black China and uh, Sierra's Harvard process? Like, is Black China actually going? Did that ever get worked out? Blah, 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 blah. They didn't answer that question. And it looks like Black China isn't actually going to go. Um, but the program that Black China was purported to be going to is in fact real, but it's online only. She's not actually going. I think that's where it all netted out, although I'm not really sure. And to be honest, I don't really care. This person goes, quick point of clarification. Black China signed up for a course through Harvard Business School online. So she would be doing it remotely, save for one day on campus. 
This is an intensive in-person course taught over three days on campus. Harvard is devaluing their own products. I just, I'm so confused as to what Harvard is saying. So Black China's was not, Black China's was like online Harvard. Online Harvard and then one day on campus. But so we one still day to take a photo in a sweatshirt. I don't know whether Black China actually enrolled in that program, but the program that she supposedly enrolled in was, was that real. program. Yes. But she might have gone through a scammer who actually didn't enroll her in the program. So I think that's what happened. Yes. So I think like the program was real, she but Lori the guy Lachlan'd who... her way into Harvard. Yes, exactly. And this guy was going to do all the courses for her, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But they both count as like a certification, like a thing from Harvard. But let's be real. If you want to pay $10,000 to go to Harvard for three days, you don't really have to get in. I mean, Harvard has the scam... Harvard's got the scam. Harvard's got the scam. I mean, Harvard's got the scam. Harvard's got the scam. Good for Harvard. Also good for Sierra. Someone else called about this, but like one of the top comments is Lily Collins, Mm -hmm. who commented on Sierra saying, what? Yes, girl, yes. Hey, guys, can you talk about the, like, Lupita, Janelle Monet, Tessa Thompson, um, and whatever Captain Marvel's name is, like, their situation? The lesbians demand it. Okay, and then like one minute later, she called back with this. Brie Larson. She just said Brie Larson? Because she forgot her name in the first call. Wait, what did she call her in the first Wait, call? Wait, listen. Watch the first call. Um, and whatever Captain Marvel's name is, like their situation. And then Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Hangs up. Brie Larson. I'm going to listen to that call one more time. Brie Larson. <laughs> we should use that as like a Brie Lawson. <laughs> Brie Lawson. Um, I'm a little confused about this whole thing. I have to say, this thing it's so annoying because it's really a whole lot of nothing, and we've been getting calls about it for a long time. And I kind of just wanted to clear things up and take any sort of oh, gray you are area in out the of position this. to clear things up here. I'm in the position to clear up the personal lives of these this gaggle of lesbians and non lesbians. Yeah. Janelle Monet and Tessa Thompson have been sort of trolling for a really long time. If they are actually dating, uh, there's really no way to know. They love being um, mysterious, mysterious and about private. it. And they want to be private. So they never actually answer anything. And the only answer they've given anyone explicitly was from Tessa Thompson. And she said, we love each other deeply. We are so close. We vibrate on the same frequency. If people want to speculate about what we are, that's okay. It doesn't bother me. Not only does it not bother her, I would go so far as to say it's exactly what she wants. The speculation is more interesting than the confirmation. And that's almost always the case. So they know that and they're playing that game well also it's kind of one of those things where janelle monet we didn't basically we didn't know if either of these women were gay in the first place right like Mm -hmm. that was or queer just generally right so part of a lot of this is people being like janelle monet is finally maybe coming out as queer Mm -hmm. uh, for like in a way and tessa thompson no no one knew i mean that's I think there's layers of it where it's mm-hmm. just like, oh, they're not just like, oh, maybe they're dating. That would be exciting. But but then this got more interesting after the Met Gala because a lot of websites started saying that like the that Lupita Nyong'o was involved. Well, and because Lupita Nyong'o... somebody took footage inside the Met Ball. I think it was who was the person who did the Instagram story that they were in the background of? Oh, I don't remember. Somebody did an Instagram story in the background, Lupita Nyong'o and... Janelle Monet were like 
canoodling canoodling or they were just dancing dirty dancing so like it's unclear some people were like oh is lupita who we didn't know to be queer either is she dating janelle monet or is like this just all like a bunch of friends who are close and then brie larson got into the mix because god knows why she was just like because of captain marvel was talking about like queer representation and like queer characters and like female empowerment as it relates to Captain Marvel and people because Marvel fans are extremely thirsty for like queer content which makes sense because they're like none of them in the Marvel universe um were like oh Captain Marvel and Tessa Thompson are definitely a thing or Captain Marvel and like some other character are definitely a thing and maybe even Brie Larson is actually queer outside of this that's not I think this is the one that's like entirely speculation i think brie larson is not involved here at all brie larson just got out of like a 10 year heterosexual relationship with one of the phantom planet guys like she is (laughs) by all other evidence a straight person a very straight person Mm -hmm. so but i think the, the the reason people were excited about the brie larson thing was because of the context of captain marvel being maybe potentially queer but even they were sort of like the character um, and so she was having a lot of fun with that on the red carpet. There was a lot of canoodling involved. But once again, all of these things are based on like kind of not even sneaky, candid photos of people canoodling, you know, like sne- right. they're just like at public events being friendly with each so other. So the only one that's maybe true is still the original Janelle, Janelle and, Tessa. and Tessa, but again, has not been confirmed by either no. party, has no. not been discussed. No one's talking about whether they are or not are not nope. anything at all. And mm-hmm. like, it's a lot of assumption. It's a, the whole thing is a lot of assumptions. So where don't, Ben is and a lot of Ben is backing. Like Ben might be back, but Ben may also be away from home. So I I have no idea what to say ben other than might be on spring break or you know studying abroad and just you know having a good time. <laughs> yes, right. Ben, I think that's I mean that that's that's as likely as everything else. But ben is doing I a just tag stand for the first time and just you know trying it out. I just want to say that for everyone who's like furiously googling this stuff and trying to find out whether or not anyone is one way or the other you're not going to get that answer and that's all the point okay that's the point of this whole thing there's just a lot for this there's a lot of you know it it, like when we were talking about like richard madden there was so much more Mm -hmm. to go off of there this has so much less even though it's been covered for a lot longer um they're having fun with it and i think it's fun I think it's fun, and I think that they know that it's fun for fans. And um, I don't know. They're they're playing some sort of game, but they're also just... They're having fun. It's an end game. It's an end game. That's great. What is the end game, you know? thinking. Speaking of games that have ended, here's this call. Oh, no. Hi, Who Weekly. Just passed by a car that has R.I.P. Paul Walker um, decals on both sides of it. Uh, this is the third car uh, with RIP Paul Walker decals that I've seen IRL. Um, where are these people getting these decals? Um, is there an RIP celebs decal warehouse direct club that I can um, stop by? Um, okay. That's one of our most um, frequent callers 
shout out to you. We don't know your name, but you call the time. We love that you call the time. This is great. This call, this, this is so funny. So I was like, RIP Paul Walker. That's weird that someone had two. I guess it's a Fast and the Furious thing. I wonder what it looks like. So I Googled it thinking that it was like a very specific, like, what you know, like, you a co- like a, like a, like a coexist, like Paul a coexist Walker, sticker. Uh, RIP Paul Walker decal. Decal. Sticker. Sorry, I said sticker. I have it in the screenshot here. And then you go to images and there's, you know, scores of them. Hundreds. They all look thousands. different. They all look different. Yeah. And then you go to Amazon and you look RIP Paul Walker decal. Hundreds of results and they all look different. You go to Etsy. RIP Paul Walker detail. Hundreds of results and they all look different. And they're not even all RIP Paul Walker. They have inside jokes from the Fast and the Furious series on them. Some of them reference Fast and the Furious explicitly. Some of them just say RIP Paul Walker 1973 to 2013. Some of them say tuna no crust, which is a line from the first Fast and the Furious that Paul Walker says that is apparently iconic. Um, this is such a funny cottage industry of decals. It's I mean, an Etsy I powerhouse. understand on a few levels just because Paul Walker is so closely connected to cars. And mm-hmm. so having a Paul Walker slash Fast and Furious adjacent decal on your car makes sense. But – and trying to be as delicate about this as possible because it's like obviously super tragic that Paul Walker is no longer alive. But I feel like Paul Walker's fame has gotten insane in terms of like what I knew about him when he was alive and now like the memory of Paul Walker or the legacy of Paul Walker Mm -hmm. in terms like and that also makes me think, you know, these these decals being kind of the example of that yeah it's very you, you don't know what you got till it's gone and then we lost paul walker and everyone realized how much they love paul walker and what better way to show their respect for paul walker than making a decal that says tuna no crust paul walker tuna no crust which i didn't even remember and i've seen these movies is that a big he, thing for him he, i didn't know it was a big thing i'm not big on these movies i haven't even seen all of them i like I them have. i should i, I should I finish have. I should finish watching They're all of them because I I do really like them and it's stupid of me that I haven't watched all of them. But um, I'm very excited about Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. What I'm what I'm most obsessed with here is the variety because some of them are quotes from him as Paul Walker. Some of them are quotes from his as a character. And this tuna no crust is a line from the first one where he orders a sandwich. I'll have the tuna. No crust. No crust. Right. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's like they're mourning the character in the movie and not Paul Walker himself. And yeah, that's that is weird. Totally something that happens like this bleed because this was the main character he played. It affected the most people of any character that he yeah. played. And there's like a car fandom that is also worked with into these into these Fast and Furious Because he movies. died in a car accident also. Exactly. The fact that he died in a car accident and is... And that they call each other family and all that. It's very emotionally something. Potent. Yes. If Paul Walker had died, you know, like of some sort of freak accident, like walking, down, walking under scaffolding and it fell on him or like died of a heart attack, we would still mourn Paul Walker, obviously. But the fact that it was in a car accident and because he has his character both loved going fast and, the, and and being in a car like made him who he was and brought in his real self. And Paul Walker has said, if one day the speed kills me, do not cry because I was smiling. Oy. Like because he said these things and happened to die in a car crash, it's it's 
we, I don't want to say romanticized, but I think that's what's happening. No, it is. It's This is what could have happened to his character. And I honestly yeah. feel like it makes it a little bit more crazy. It's weird. People will now conflate his, like, like he was in the movie. Like he died in the movie too. Then they, and, the, and you know, and they had him, they had this like CGI version of him like driving to heaven. I mean, not that like that was wrong of them to do that because I think that that was a that was fine you had to do that for the character but like then people in real life are now confused as to like what Paul Walker was like in real life versus this character that had a lot of the same things happening mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. they they both die a similar way and it's like I, I so I understand the fandom kind of escalating beyond just who was Paul Walker like actually as the person into mm-hmm. hashtag tuna no crust or whatever you know i mean i'm looking at one of these these decals and there are 10 options of decals can i just read you all the options please yes so there's the outline of a car it says paul walker 1973 to 2013 that's two of them two different types of cars number three is hashtag for paul number four is dude i almost had you which is from the movie Mm -hmm. five is hashtag this one kills me too fast too soon oh too fast too soon no oh my god number six is remember the buster which i don't number seven is the quote if one day the speed kills me don't cry because i was smiling paul walker unclear whether paul walker said that in the (laughs) movie or in real life number eight is wwpwd meaning what What would would paul Paul walker Walker do? do Number nine is hashtag I like the tuna, which again, and number 10 is tuna no crust. There are 10 decal options for your car. I almost want one. No, I don't want one. I want one. No, I don't well, want one. Also, also, per Jalopnik, that famous, that famous if speed kills me quote isn't actually from Paul Walker. No. I'm quoting them. Kristen Leah Jalopnik wrote this in 2016. You've probably seen the quote before. If one day speed kills me, don't cry because I was smiling. I know I have. It's been attributed to the late Paul Walker who was killed in a fiery Porsche Carrera GT crash in 2013 by many people and news outlets, including us. But in reality, there's no evidence that Walker ever said it. And so it says, I get a Ben Franklin quote. She says, I get why the quote took off in the wake of Walker's death, blah, 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 blah. But when Walker family attorneys contacted us, claiming that the quote we used in a story about a Manhattan speeder was misattributed to the fallen actor, I did some digging. To my surprise, there is no evidence at all that Walker ever said anything of the like. The Guardian says that it's unattributed. Mashable says the quote is supposedly from Walker, but doesn't confirm it. Up Rocks traced it back to a 2001 MTV interview, but nowhere in the interview, which they link below, does he say it. He talks about cars he likes and dry and doing driver training, not dying. Strange. Most likely the quote was hastily penned either before or after Walker's death. See? And then you never com- said it. Then you're driving around town in your Honda Civic with this fucking <laughs> fake ass vinyl decal that says Paul Walker's quote, but it's not Paul Walker's quote on it. It's not Paul Walker's quote. So if you're going to get a Paul Walker decal, do not get the one with the quote. Get one that tuna. says tuna sandwich. Tuna no crust. Tuna on white. Tuna, tuna sandwich, on white, no crust. Tuna sandwich, no crust. <laughs> PSA. And thank you, Jalopnik, for clearing this up. You know what you should buy instead of that Paul Walker decal? What should we buy? Something from Snow. <laughs> we love Snow. S-N-O-W-E, that's Snow. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Everyone wants their home to look and feel great. Luckily, Snow makes it incredibly simple. And nothing they sell has misattributed quotes on it, which is really helpful. So you don't have to worry about that. 
Like my linen sheets that I sleep in every night that I love to death. They don't have Paul Walker quotes on them. They're just comfortable. They're just amazing oh, linen. Oh, wait. Mine do. Yours do. <laughs> Yours do? Linny. Lindsay. Linny. Linny. I was going to call you Linny. Linen. Lindsay. <laughs> I'm just obsessed with linen. Linny. Hey, Linny, you have the really fancy robes from them too, don't you? I'm, I mean, I'm wearing robes? one right now. And You're wearing it? Yeah. Are you kidding? Uh, my I'm taping so robe. jealous of it. Mm-hmm. I want to ask for one. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Maybe I'll just have to buy one. I bought it. Oh, you bought it? You spent yeah. money on it? God, yes. you really do love the brand. Snow makes luxury essentials for every room in your home, minus the markup. They partner directly with master craftsmen to create beautiful, simple products that are made to last, like their incredibly soft, award-winning sheets and fluffy duvets, or luxurious air-spun cotton towels and robes. Oh, we have some of each of those. They're amazing. They also have super durable dishwasher-safe porcelain dinnerware and glasses with titanium and four stems. It's great stuff. They've received rave reviews from Vogue, Fast Company, Apartment Therapy, and more. It's the home collection collection of your dreams priced for your reality. And right now, Snow is offering hooligans $30 off your first purchase of $150 or more when you go to snowhome.com slash who. That's S-N-O-W-E home.com slash who. To get $30 off your first order, visit snowhome.com slash who for your special offer. I suggest the linen. Who's Teresa Palmer? That's it. That's it. Lindsay, who's Teresa Palmer? Teresa Palmer is a model slash actress who has been in like minimal stuff, but I feel like the people who know who she is know who she is. And then you've, if you don't know, you've never heard of her. You've never even seen her face. Her most famous role, like, I mean, uh, it's probably Warm Bodies. Warm Bodies. Because she was the star, the co-star. But she's been in, like, other things that I feel like you guys would have seen her in and been, like, forgotten her immediately. Not because... No, she's a little forgettable. I mean, she's She's very pretty. And she feels... You know where I always see her, though, which is, like, really funny, is, like... She's always covered in the tabloids because when she has a baby, she names it a weird name. And people, like, love that about her. Oh, yeah. People love that. So, like, she has two kids. One's Bodie. One's Forrest. But I feel like they have longer names that are a little bit more intense. Um, Her daughter, she just had a daughter, and her daughter's name is Poet Lake. She's always in, like, mommy controversy. Like, she gets, I mean, it's just like all moms are embroiled in controversy because everyone wants to parent everyone else's kid. But she's always a subject of that just because she is kind of an outspoken mom. She has like a mommy blog, like an influencer blog. So, of course, she's more of a target than just like moms who don't put it all out there the way she does. She's also married to another actor who is of this exact same fame stature she is, which I find very Identical fame stature. Like, his name is Mark Webber. I like him. I I think he is really good. Yeah, I like him a lot. He's been in a million things. If you saw him, you'd recognize him. He's the dad. But I want to talk more about Teresa Palmer. Why do I want to talk about Teresa Palmer? Because she has a business and I think it's a scam. I think it's a scam. Yeah. Did you see her business? I mean, it's like she has a, well, she has a website called Your Zen Life. But then she has a business with her friend and they sell powders. They sell powders. And they sell you, powders. The, if you sell powders or oils, I'm already like sus. The moment I see a powder, I put a, I pull out my magnifying glass. Yeah. Like what's in the powder? How much are you selling so the powder she has for? Do this, you use the powder? This website called Your Zen Life. On it, it says, uh, what is Your Zen Life about? 
it's really whatever your experiences is with it. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like deflection when you say that Teresa no offense but come on Teresa she says it's supposed to be about individual it's supposed to be individual and in a perfect world I would hope that community members can feel aligned with something deeply recharging connected and exciting okay. it's a refreshing look on life health mindfulness and our daily interactions okay so it's it's a mindfulness uh, place a place to share being mindful and how? And then she has this business with her friend called Lovewell. And right. the products that are made with love at Lovewell are these powders that are sold in these packages. And if you buy the thing, then you and it comes with a beautiful canister that looks good in your home. I've watched the videos of them making their shakes. Would you like to know what's in the supplements? I was Lindsay? just going to ask you what's in the supplements. Well, I'll tell you. Maca root, which is part of the organic superfoods blend, along with wheatgrass, green barley grass, alfalfa, fermented super greens. Um, and Australian marine phytoplankton. Never forget, she's Australian. She's Australian. Spirulina, chlorella, pea protein, hemp protein, chocolate flavor, gold sweet potato, a mushroom blend, a whole lot of art like uh, natural sweeteners like stevia leaf, um, mm-hmm. tapioca malodextrin, and sea salt Pacific fine vegan vitamin D2. In the video, multiple times, she says it's all the nutrients you need in a day. No, they're not. One serving of this. And it's like, this is worrisome. Do not believe that about these love oil powders. (laughs) Eat eat a fucking tuna sandwich. Eat some deviled eggs. Right. Everybody's trying to be goop. Goop is the... We will look back at this time and be like, wow, like goop changed everything for the way that celebrities saw what they could do with their influence in in the world. And And it's especially interesting because for something that was so maligned initially to have become as inspired influential as it was is really interesting seriously it's really interesting seriously did you see i put the google trends in here how she's one of those mommy bloggers who uses the term mama just a mama and her kids and kiddos me and the kiddos (laughs) so i (laughs) i feel like emily gould some some mom we know who tweets was some mom we know who tweets (laughs) a mom we know who tweets emily shout out emily gould i know shout out emily gould was talking about like the the um like how everyone uses like kiddos and mama. And I yeah. noticed when looking at this Teresa Palmer stuff that she was definitely using kiddos and kiddos mama. Kiddos and mama is the this weirdo of children having where it's, you're like, it's absolutely <laughs> like you're, you know, you're posing with your sig other and you're like this fucking weirdo loser, like this piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> kiddos and mama is the this weirdo of, of parent influencers. Yes. Right. You're like the kiddos, like the, like the, the, like my my little sweetie heads, little babies. Like I don't know. <laughs> um, mama and kiddos have gone up a lot since 2004 on the internet, and I'm mama just like, it's funny. Kiddos. It's funny to see the the proof. The proof is in the numbers, and the numbers don't I lie. I feel like mama's not an accurate. Mama. Putting mama in the search term is not accurate, but mama. kiddos use of kiddos is kiddos has skyrocketed. Love my dumbass hubby and my kiddos. <laughs> This weirdo, this these nerd, piece of shit, these assholes. I've seen uh, that so much more recently. It's gotten me really steamed. I mean, the Vanessa Bear sketch on I think you should leave is perfect because yeah, of that. that did it all. Um, she keeps saying mud. She keeps using mud in it, where it's yeah. like in the mud. <laughs> these pieces of shit. Here with my fat pig friends. You have to put that. You have to put 
that audio here. Slapping down some pig shit with these fat fucks, and I'm the fattest of them all. If I died tomorrow, no one would shed a tear. Load my freaking lard carcass into the mud. No coffin, please. Just wet, wet mud. Bay. Powder for the kiddos. Oh my god, we got. <laughs> my god, me with my mom. Like, have your powder. Have your powder. Have you had your powder? Me chasing my family around the house with a bunch of powder. <laughs> please. <laughs> It's got bones in it. <laughs> Take your collagen. Hi, you weekly. I have a question. If you guys can please comment on celebrities or like who's who have Instagram pages for their babies. Like what's up with that? And are there any them babies with their own Instagram pages? And I ask because I was on Instagram and I saw Chanel Iman's baby's Instagram and the baby's Instagram posted like a happy Mother's Day pic to her mom, Chanel Iman. And then Chanel Iman commented on it saying, I love you, baby. But like Chanel Iman is probably the one who posted the picture in the first place, wishing herself a happy Mother's Day from her baby. Anyways, I just think it's such a strange phenomenon and I'd love to hear your comments. Good morning, Bella Thorne. Off the top of my head, the two babies I can think of that have their own Instagrams is DJ Khaled's kid, mm-hmm. and who does have its own personality, and um, Serena Williams' kid. So wait, I didn't know Serena Williams' kid had an Instagram. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that she has her own Instagram. Pretty hmm. sure. Or was it just the doll has its own Instagram? <laughs> I, don't know. I I know the doll has its own Instagram. Either way, I'm sorry, Chanel idea... Mon's baby. I'm looking at the Instagram. Happy Mother's Day, mommy. I love. <laughs> I love you, baby. That is the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's very, very funny for you to comment on your own kid's post that you posted. I love you, baby. To be fair, though, she doesn't comment on most of them. Most of them, it's just the baby. And it says, like, happy baby. But, like, there's one where she's with her mommy. she's, She's with Chanel. And it says, always by my side. Never let you go, mommy. Uh. But Chanel didn't comment on it, which honestly is a relief. There's one of the baby under a Christmas tree sitting on the presents. And she says, Merry Christmas, kissy face, presents, Christmas tree emoji. Chanel Amon comments, all caps, my baby. <laughs> Hard eyes emoji. <laughs> uh, this is so funny. My baby. <laughs> my baby. Let's play a game of who or them. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Bobby. Um <clears throat> Just wondering, is Brene Brown a who or a them? One, two, three. Who? Who? Yeah. I didn't know about her until recently, but I think she's a them in a lot of circles. She really is. She's one of those like Rachel Hawley characters. That's the girl washer face. Like where it's like she can sell a million books is hugely popular, but also like who is she? Like I don't think that people know. Here are the names of her, her books. The Gifts of Imperfection, Daring Greatly, Rising Strong, Braving the Wilderness, and Dare Incredible. to Lead. It's just like... Amazing. It's it's like, you know, girl, you got it in you. Everything's like, girl, you got it in you. Just unleash right. it. Let it out. Girl, wash your face. Girl, okay. you got it in you. What's her new one? So she's... We've moved up. Girl, wash your legs. Is the new one like, girl, wash your legs. Ah! <laughs> girl, wash your legs. Girl. This washing legs controversy has gone too far. I Love need to shut the washing the fuck legs up controversy about washing their legs. I love washing legs controversy. Hi, I was watching The Bachelorette and now have to ask: Is Fred Willard a who or a them? Thanks. Bye. One, two, three. Who? 
who oh, I guess. them themmy face no one knows morning his name. show them <laughs> isn't he the weather guy no he's the 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 actor the actor who's in best in show remember oh. he's like the the he's yeah. the dog show announcer in best in show yeah no i know who yeah. did i who was i thinking of you're thinking of um uh i think he's dead the guy who does the names <laughs> willard scott willard scott <laughs> i mean you were close i mean that's not even that funny You've made some mistakes in the past, but that wasn't even one of Remember your iconic ones. they would be like, happy birthday to like Gertrude Stein on like a jam bottle brought to yeah, you by on Smuckers. Smuckers. She's on Smuckers. turning a million years old today. <laughs> it's like she's turning Aww. a million years old. It's like, celebrate her. It's like, bitch, she does not want to be celebrated. She wants to be dead. <laughs> the moment you are 105, the moment you are 105, you're like, this sucks. <laughs> Grandma, I got you on the jam jar on television. Have you ever talked to like someone who is over 90? They're like, I'm I know. miserable. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, She's like, jam jar, just kill me already. Truly. Oh, God. This is a controversial episode. There are a lot of problems. Every 90 something I've spoken to is like, I'm, you know, I'm I'm very happy to have my health, but also I'm, I've had enough. <laughs> How many 90 year olds have Several. you spoken to? Several. Several. And they make jokes <laughs> about dying all the time. It's their number one comedy. Okay. Honestly, if I was old, I would also make jokes about dying. Like that's hilarious. Like, over the age of eighty, that's fair game. You can just start the start your career. You can Nanette yourself all over town with those jokes. Nanette yourself, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. We are really arguing hard in my office right now. Is John Cena a who or a them? Love you, bye. One, two, three. Them. them. I them. kind of. He definitely became a them this past year. Yeah. What do we think about Nikki Bella, though? Who? Who? What about the other Bella? Who? Oh, my God. Who? What's her name? Like, Leslie Bella? No, it's not Leslie Bella. Lindsay Bella. It's not Casey Lindsay Bella. Bella. <laughs> it's not Casey Bella. Brie Bella. Brie. Like the cheese. Oh, okay. Like the Larson. Is Adam Driver a them yet? Thanks. Crunch, crunch. One, two, three. Them. Them, yeah. I he's do think he's a them. And he was just on the cover of Vanity Fair. He's an Oscar he nominee now. Yeah, for sure. Blah, blah, blah. He leveled up. Elizabeth Shue, who are them? One, two, three. Who? Them. Who? I think she, I think it, the tides have turned. <laughs> really? I mean, come on. Really? Who? I think who? Oh. 80s them 90s them 2000s i Who? guess yeah she she devolved she, she devolved. just she just slid a little not about she you, had her she had her nominee her nomination for best supporting actress in leaving las vegas she and? was in adventures and babysitting one of my favorite movies of all time um She's a them to me, but yeah, I guess I just I know it's a personal, you know. I know, I know. You know where she went yeah. to? You know where she went to to college? Where UT? Harvard, Harvard. <laughs> Which program? I think she just went to the full undergraduate program. Wow! Yeah. Incredible, yeah. incredible, 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 incredible. Yeah. Okay. We're done here. Thank you for listening to Who's There. Please support us on patreon.com slash weekly. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Support all of our sponsors because they're lovely. Come to our Nashville show June 1st. Buy tickets um, uh, whoweekly.us. You can also buy merch there. What else do we want you to do? Call in. 
619 who them if you have any more questions comments concerns and we will see you on tuesday have a great memorial day weekend i know Lindsay and i will goodbye Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Just wondering, who's the bigger them? Brie Larson or Brie the Cheese? Thanks. Scarjo Yummy Pops.